Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being with me. It is Ryan here, ready to give you your spiritual pep talk of the day. I want you to know that you are awesome and that you are part of God's master plan. You know that recently I've been walking through the uh, the, the law, Moses's books on the Old Testament in the Old Testament uh, that begin our Bible, the Pentateuch, if you will. And man, I have um, plowed right into. Uh, the, the, the law, <laughs> the details, the what feels like monotony of how the tabernacle is going to be built and how the, the, the Ark of the Covenant is supposed to be this type of uh, these type of regulations. And then it gets into the laws and how you give offerings and sin offerings and burn offerings and peace offerings and guilt offerings and um, all of this stuff. And, it, and it's, it's kind of a slog through this piece of the Bible, or it can be. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. You know, I've, I've encouraged you and will always encourage you to read Scripture. Um, get in there and know what God has to say. But sometimes when you read things like what we're what I'm reading right now, it's hard to know what it is God wants me to get from this. And, the, and, and an overarching truth that I think is important for all of us is that God has a master plan. And we've talked even before about how he uses uh, our free will and, and even our sin to accomplish his perfect plan. Uh, nothing is a surprise to God. Nothing uh, changes his mind with regard to how he wants his glory manifested. So uh, so then we come back to these this, this detail writing of you know how everything should be done in the Old Testament and I and I want this truth this is it I rambled there for a second sorry come back to this truth everything points to Jesus Christ everything everything points to Christ he is the salvation he is the Messiah for uh, everything from the past everything currently in the lives we have and everything in the future it all hinges on the gospel message and so when you look at things like like just for example how the tabernacle itself all of the specificity with which God said I want it done this way is uh, an accomplishment or rather yeah it is this this engineering accomplishment if you you know you can watch videos on what it actually looked like or what we think it looked like and see all of this amazingness all of this gold and bronze and silver that was worked into it and the fine linen and how it was all made out in the middle of the wilderness mind you remember they're out they've just escaped from Egypt and they're out in the middle of nothing and and all of these pieces and really when you when you look at that tabernacle idea there are um, there are three main portions of it, right? There's the outside area where it, it the outside area is enclosed in a big rectangular um, a, a fence-like thing with these curtains that are all elaborate. And uh, in that outside area, inside that outside area, there is the the altar where they do all the burnt offering and they 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 sacrifice the animals and all of those things. And then, as you move beyond that, you come into the the tabernacle itself, which is uh, like the temple. It was you know the temple in Jerusalem. We read about that in the New Testament. All of those were modeled after the tabernacle here in the Old Testament. And, and it has two portions, the the holy place, which is where you the, the priest would go in and um, 
and stand in front of uh, the most holy place, which was the third section. So each aspect of where you're moving or where a person would be moving in this area of the entire business of the tabernacle is a step closer to God. Uh, and so even the, the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant was actually kept, no one could go in there. God's presence was in there, except for, you know, the, the, the high priest. And so, you know, you look at that concept. I'm, I'm out here giving my offering. I move closer to God. I get into the, the holy place. And then I can't even go back to the, to the most holy place where God is. You know, there are these steps that you have to go through. And there's intermediaries, the priest who's doing all this thing to make take my, my atonement in there to God in the holy place. Like, like that model is the model of Jesus. Right, so we can draw near to him, and then we can try to. We could give all these offerings and whatnot, and these sacrifices. We don't have to because Christ is that a sacrifice. And as we draw near to him, the Bible tells us that we can draw near to God because of the sacrifice that Christ made for us. All right, so that's it. Like that's your encouragement for the day. Read the Bible, and even when you go through the Old Testament things, and people are like, "Oh, how do I get through all that?" Bear in mind that everything is part of God's master plan, and it is pointing to the coming Christ. What we now today know, we don't have to do all of these sacrifices and these offerings and these things because Jesus Christ has done them for us. And man, that is awesome! Like that is the master plan, and you're a part of it. How beautiful of a design and how awesome it feels to be a child of God and to be inside that, that, that comforting knowledge that God is in control, that he is sovereign, and that he is providential and uses all of these tiny things to make his plan come to be. You're a part of it today. Act like it. Live like it. Tell others about it because, man, it is the greatest thing we got going for us. I know you can do that today. I challenge you to do so. Have a good one.